Hello, fellow Mixer refugees. Welcome back to Hatsune Miki's Crack House. If you haven't found a home yet after Mixer died, I'm fucking sorry. This is your host, Sam Kingma. Join me as my best friend, Colas. This is Miles J. Miles, I've had a fucking long day today, dude. Okay. Yeah, you really have. We're recording this relatively late today. I woke up at fucking 8 a.m. today, and you know what I fucking did? What? I projectile fucking vomited in the toilet. Oh, that sucks. That's that the fucking sucks. worst, dude. Oh, no, vomiting's maybe the worst experience the human body can have besides dying. <laughs> it's up there. It's up there. A tier for sure. A tier. Yeah. Oh, a, a tier bodily ailment. <laughs> tier list in order of intensity. Fucking vomiting is one of those things where it's like you you can't you don't believe your body can do it until it, it does it. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, fuck. So that's what they mean by opening your diaphragm when you speak. That's what they mean. I get it now. Um, yeah, I'm, I've, I've only vomited like maybe three times in my life. How? 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 How only three? That's crazy. I don't know. I don't, I don't drink. That kind of helps. But like, you, th- vomiting can occur through other means, which is like why. Sure, I just, I mean. I make I make sure to be careful about what I eat. If I feel like garbage, I just go straight to bed. And like, if you feel like you're gonna throw up, like what you do is you is you, I mean, like you know, you, <laughs> you, you fucking go into man the up, bitch. You just turn off the lights. You you go into the bathroom, you turn off your lights, you fucking lay down until you feel better. What are we watching? Fucking Spawn? Turn? Why do you have to turn off your lights in the fucking bathroom? <laughs> because uh, like lights can like agitate. You know, it can it can give you a headache if like there's other things going on with your body. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I just, like, woke up today, totally, totally fine. And for the record, fucking I had two beers yesterday. So I'm either done, I'm either, I'm too old for this shit, and too, let me, let me be clear. These were Coors Lights. This is light beer I was drinking that I had over the course of four hours. So I am either, I am either fucking tapped out or... Dealing with some fucked up shit, but I'm feeling I'm feeling better now. I'm I'm really fucking tired because I wasn't able to go back to bed <laughs> after after that whole event. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. So, anyways, that's that's what I've been up to today. What, when you vomit, everything's changed. Everything Your does, day is different now. Does yeah, change. your day is is different now. And now we have and you have fucking, no choice. And now we have to fucking stress because again, we live in we live in a fucking pandemic that any fucking thing happens. I have to fucking worry about it and freak out about it and every and ever get it all, everyone in my house fucking riled up and I'm like I'm fucking sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't expect this to happen. I didn't expect this to happen. I didn't expect to wake up on a random Tuesday to go to the bathroom and fucking projectile vomit. And now, now Miles, have you played fucking Doom 2016? I have. Yes. You know the. <laughs> You know the fucking demon that like spits out that ball of acid? That's what it looks like when I fucking when I fucking vomit. It's always it's always a fu- it's a fucking projectile, dude. It it requires you to fucking get out of the fucking way, get out of the fucking splash zone. I, I'm just I'm I'm gonna bring back a very old crack house meme here. All right, I'm gonna bring for the a fucking very true old crack ones for the real ones. Meme. What'd you get in your carts? Whoa, I got a spit up Sam. Ah, uh, Blacky pants. Oh, gross shit. out your sister. Yeah, gross out your fucking sister, dude. Yeah, no, you're you're officially spit up Sam. Yep. 
that's your, that's your wacky pack. But yeah, I don't know about you, dude. It feels like it's been like a month since we've recorded the last episode of the show. It kind of does, um, and a lot has happened in the last week, actually. Uh, the last month. Yeah. Let's just pretend it's been a month. Let's just <laughs> let's just pretend. Okay. Let's pretend it's been a month, Sam. What What have you been doing, dude? What have you been watching? Uh, what have I been doing the last month? That's a great question. Yeah. I actually got on Hinge. Okay. Now this was not this was not a me decision. I didn't get on Hinge on my own accord. This was for the other show that I'm on, the Coffee Breath Show. Yeah. And the the challenge was to start a Hinge profile and see what if within the hour and like thirty or forty minutes that we do for the episode, I could get a match. Did you? I got one match and I immediately pissed her off because I misgendered her dog. Rough. That is rough, my guy. But the thing is, so I decided, well, I have this Hinge profile. I might as well, like, see what this app is all about. Now, Sam, you have a story about Tinder. I have plenty of stories specifically about Specifically a, a project that you did with Tinder. Do you want to preface people with this? Yes, I do, and I will. But first off, I, I want to say something here. If you get genuinely upset at someone for misgendering your fucking animal, you have a mental problem and need to go to a fucking psych ward. Anyways, yeah, back in college... Uh, when I was in university, I was a digital storytelling major at the University of Missouri. And during my junior and senior year, I made three documentaries, um, which were done in a... They're not mockumentaries, but they're not traditional documentaries either. It's a weird, a weird mix of the two. It's kind of it's kind of its own thing. I don't really know how to, how to describe it, but I called them documentaries. Because I got the ideas to do them in a documentary film class. Um... The first one I did was about my insomnia in uh, my senior year of, of college. The second one I did was about drinking alcohol and getting into drinking in college. And then the final one I did, which was actually my thesis um, project for my uh, my capstone class, um, it was um, a documentary about Tinder. And how Tinder works and sort of the 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 different aspects of of that. And me just parsing through that and, and, and describing, like, my personal issues and gr grievances with the app. Um, and it's, like, my favorite thing I've ever made. Uh, it's, like, I think that, like, I think the Tinder doc is, like, super fucking good. I rewatched it like a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, yeah, this is still this is still kind of it. So yeah, definitely watch that if you if you if you haven't and you're interested. It's uh, pretty good. It's on my uh, personal YouTube channel, King Masan. So by all means, so I am very well versed in the realm of e dating. Uh, well, what is your opinion on Tinder, Sam? What what is your final consensus? Uh, my opinion on Tinder is uh, extremely low. From like a personal, completely, totally biased perspective, it is like a one out of ten. It's a terrible app. No one should use it. But at the, but being a reasonable human being about it, if you go into Tinder and you're just trying to look and you're just trying to hook up with people, and that's really all you're trying to get out of the app, you might have a bit more success and it gets the job done. Um. But for most people, I'd say it's 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 kind of a waste of time. It just sucks. Like the issue with Tinder is there's so many there's so many dating apps. If you pull up the fucking app store on an iPhone or Android, there's so many fucking dating apps. There's plenty of fish. There's coffee meets bagel. There's fucking Bumble. All this shit. And the problem and the issue I address in the um in the documentary is that 
I go on Bumble. There are no people in my area on Bumble. I go on I go on Plenty of Fish. There are no people in my area on Plenty of Fish. I go on uh, Coffee Meets Bagel. Nothing. Nothing. It's a fucking desert. Everyone talks about Tinder because Tinder's the only app of that of its type of the swipe yes swipe no variety but from my knowledge of hinge hinge is a bit more detailed and i've spoken with a couple people and they have given me pretty positive thoughts on hinge all things considered so i'm curious to hear what your experience has been now sam i'm about to say, i'm going to i'm going to say something that's going to bust hinge open forever okay are your friends white yes there you go. That's why Hinge is a good app. <laughs> because... You heard it here first, dude. Hinge is fucking racist. You heard it here first. Oh, no. Hinge is not racist. Hinge is against blended relationships. Because the algorithm of Hinge... First of all, if you enter your race in Hinge, the algorithm is going to assume you want to date within your race. <laughs> Real quick, so so for those who are new to the show, Miles, you're mixed. Yes. What did you put in the race where it says your your race? What did you put? I put in all three of my mixes. Okay. I put in African American, Latin, Latin Hispanic, and white. And Hinge Hinge is like uh one of those people who like stops listening after the first thing that you list. It's like black, got it. <laughs> then it then it was like a fucking Captain Crunch oops all blacks. Uh, and then that's all you got. <laughs> now, n- now I'm shocked it won't let you set your own like preferences in like account, like like beyond race, like there's shit like age. You can set your age, all right. You can set your age, but like member preferences. Yeah, it's so I set open to all <laughs> as my member preferences. Open to all. Yes. And it said, "Hey, bro, I know what you're really saying. All right, <laughs> I see you. I see you." When I was on Tinder, I noticed a lot back in the day that there were quite a few Tinder accounts where there were different genres of bio. There were different, like, clear bio archetypes um, that you could find. You could find the folks that just drop their fucking Twitter and their Snapchat and, like, all their shit. And I'm like, oh, okay, you're either a bot or are just trying to get some some more fucking clout in your area. Um there's that. There's the ones that, like, write a real paragraph. There's the ones that just have some stupid fucking one-liner joke and don't tell you anything about themselves. And then there's the profile. Then there's my favorite profiles, the one where every single picture is a group shot. And you have to go by process of elimination of, of who, who it is. So so let's read some of these. Let's read some of these. Uh, profiles. So I got I got some choice profiles here that I've noticed. Now on the occasional time that it does recommend me a white woman, uh, I hate them immediately <laughs> on sight. <laughs> uh, because because I look at their stupid fucking faces and I go, oh, oh, you're like this, huh? You're like this. So first one was a girl named Emma Grace. Okay. Not Emma Space Grace. Emma Grace. All one name. Now capital G or lowercase G. Lowercase. That's fucking wild. That's a little fucking crazy. Emma Grace. Damn. Okay. So she said she only had one thing on her profile. We'll get along if you love Jesus. Okay. So I said, ah, I guess we won't. I don't love Jesus. I guess we won't. I think he's fine. Vastly overrated, though. (laughs) 
of the prophets, vastly overrated. The second one I found was Kayla, and I love Kayla. Kayla's great, because Kayla just used the same photo of herself and the same angle every time. So it's like, first one, face, you know, head-on shot of her smiling, just, you know, her and her It glasses. looks like a work photo. She's got... Yeah, Look, nice air. Yeah. It looks yeah, it looks like she got her photo taken at Sears. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then the second photo looks like a school photo. Roughly, I think she's yeah, she's wearing the same outfit by the way. She's wearing the same white and blue striped like outfit. Yeah. Okay. Same glasses, same hair. And then her third photo is the same outfit. And the same hair again, but a different background. And it looks like a school photo again. So, like, this is this is her. All right, th this is all I get. This is all I get from Kayla. I get no variety you from Kayla. You get the Kayla. same photo three times. <laughs> I get the same photo three times. Dude, it's like it's like when you're, you're, you enter a new area in an RPG and you're like, I'm excited to see all the new enemies, and it's just palette swaps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Now yeah. the knights are like, well, bronze colored. Ooh. It's like, well, fuck. Thanks, Kayla. So then I found my friend Liz, uh, who is uh, my other host on the Coffee Breast Show. And what's sad is that I looked through her, her profile and I was like, damn, this is one of the more appealing profiles I've ever seen on this app. That's depressing. Yeah. Because I know her, and she's my friend, and she has no brain cells, which Sa she says all the time. I'm a lot of Says say the bar. That's the bar, everyone. Someone who, yeah, who self-admits zero brain cells, better zero brain cells than most of these. If I if I was if I didn't know her, I would be tricked. I would be tricked <laughs> into thinking that that she had brain cells. I would believe it. I would be long uh, but, conned into believing. Yeah, I would be. I would be in the midst of the con, the con job. So then. I met someone named Olivia. Okay. Olivia was a white person. Olivia, cute. But name. Olivia said a special talent of mine, Ooh. and she drew a Pokemon, and it's the worst drawing I've ever seen. Oh, oh. It's like, oh my, it's, Miles. it's like, it's like <laughs> I can't see it. Just send the photo. It's oh, like I elementary see it. school oh, tier. <laughs> okay, okay. So, all right. So, to let me describe this. So she do she do Score Bunny, the starter from Gen Eight. And it's Scorbunny's face, and then there's another side profile shot that is just a real-life fucking rabbit <laughs> with, like, Scorbunny's, like, features on it. Like, if any of y'all seen those, like, real-life renditions of the Pokemon that, like, that crazy fucking guy makes, and, like, he makes the most heinous monsters ever, and it's like, oh, here's what Pokemon would look like if they existed in our world, and they're, like, terrifying. That's what that looked like, <laughs> except, like, on scratch paper. Yeah, and then she has she has a partially drawn score bunny that made it to the ink phase, but just the face, and then she stopped. So let me ask you something: Are there pictures of Olivia? Is she cute? Uh, I don't remember. I didn't take any of the photos because the only thing that was funny about her profile was was the score bunny <laughs> picture, where where it was a special talent, and I was like, I could do that. Do you think? But to be fair, the side profile is good. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean the it's not. It's not. No, the sky profile good. looks nothing like fucking Score Bunny. I, I'm saying it looks like a real rabbit with Score but, Bunny's but anatomy wise, it. it looks fine. It looks fine. But I know it's supposed to be a Score Bunny, so it's not fine. But then, but then the head-on shot of the Score Bunny looks bad. So that's the problem. Anyways, give me another fucking profile. 
So then I, I saw this girl whose name I don't remember, right? Yeah. Um, I messaged her, though. I messaged her because she was wearing a shirt that said, do you want to go out? And it was it was it had like pixel art font like you know like the the eight bit font. Okay. And it says X for yes, circle for no, triangle for jump. And so I messaged her, and I said that shirt really bothers me a lot because rarely if ever is triangle jump. In fact, the only game I can think of where that's the You're case so is Devil May Cry dude. One. Holy shit! <laughs> and Shadow of the Colossus, by the way, and Eco. <laughs> Well, oh yeah, I, I always forget it's also in Shadow of the Colossus because I I always set the controls to jump with X. I just it's part of the culture, man. I just don't want. I just I I'm so used to it being X with every anytime I boot up Shadow of the Colossus, I'm like, nah, man, triangle's fine, totally fine, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, so what'd she say? I didn't get a response <laughs> back, <laughs> and I was like, uh, that's you know what, I respect that. If she did respond back, I I would question her. Because I sound like an asshole. And, and to be perfectly honest, I am. Was she, so, was she cute, Moving though? on to the next girl. What was was she cute, though? She was fine. Okay. She had, like, a pretty cool mask. Like, really cool, like, like, like a fucking, N95. Oh, oh like, a, oh, I was thinking, I was, I got excited. I'm like, damn, she wore a fucking gas mask? Fucking psycho no, no, mask, like this a, bitch? And N95. Ironically enough, it's, it's the mask that Higgs from Death Stranding wears. So. Oh, okay. So it's, uh. Yeah, so we still got our Kojima in, but uh, not not the right game. Um, so then I moved on to Susie. And Susie was really funny because she had a baseball cap, right? Sick. And then made sure that all of her pictures that she took had her facing down. So the brim of the baseball cap covered her face. Oh, that's, that's fucking based. That's fucking yeah. based. I fucking hate it. But I respect, I respect the... The decision making behind it—it's creative. It's it's an innovative way to hide the fact that you're an uggo, uh, and I appreciated her for it. Uh, but unfortunately, I had to pass because I didn't know what she looked like. Mm. Did her bio have anything good um, in it though? She could play guitar. That was like the first thing that popped up is she could play guitar, and I guess she's from Boston. She's got like a Bruins hat on, so yeah, there you go. And then him just broke. Because it started recommending me men. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> so it just started. It just started throwing men at me, right? And and this was really funny because I got a guy named David, right? And David took the worst picture of anyone I've ever seen. He took a mirror selfie. Oh okay. But he wasn't looking at, at his mirror, so he's looking off to the side. It's like a Christian photo, <laughs> like where Christian is never looking at the camera. <laughs> And and he's standing there. He's standing there doing like, like the like like default character pose. Oh, okay, okay. So like when, like when, you, our, when our, you're on the yeah. character creator screen, when you're on the fucking yeah, character like, creator screen, uh, when you're on the character creator screen, or when you're selecting a, a character in like in like a game with this is gonna sound so stupid with a ring menu for the character select, and so like you rotate the next character, and they're just standing there with their arms out a like posing. this. They're a posing. Like, yeah, they're a po- yeah. This man is a posing, and he's not looking at the camera, and he's got his mask on, which covers his very nice facial hair. To be fair, he's got really nice facial hair. So when he covers it, he looks like a he looks like a like a, like a deranged a animal. Socially awkward. Yeah, he looks like an animal. He looks like a fucking lunatic. And then and his nipples are out in the, in the shot, like they're just poking through his oh. shirt. His nipples wanna dude, wanna make a guest I, appearance. Dude, I fucking I, hey man, I've fucking been there. 
if it sucks. There's just, you can't fucking do anything about it. You can't. Oh, you can do something about it. It's called put on a sweatshirt. For your photo. Put it on. I mean, he was in his room, so he could have put on a sweatshirt. Yeah, exactly. Put on a sweatshirt. You have no excuse. So anyway, so Hinge just broke, and it starts fucking sending me men. And then the other thing is that David had a picture of himself being hugged by Shadow Link from Twilight Prince. Well, I'm sorry. Let's run this back. How? What? How? He had a picture of himself being hugged, being embraced by Shadow Link from Twilight Princess. Send this photo in the Discord for me so I can see this shit more clearly. I will. I will. I I, I want to make sure, like, because I I saw a glimpse of the photo for for those who I know this is an audio program. Don't don't don't. I didn't forget. I didn't forget. I know this is an audio program. This fucking photo, guys. If 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 it looks like how I thought it looked on the fucking really shitty camera and half of it's cut off because we're using fucking anime waifu backgrounds on Google Meet because we're fucking children. I don't know what to fucking tell you. I don't know what to fucking tell you. It's literally a fucking gangsters with waifu photo, like gangsters with waifus photo, but with fucking dark link. So then the next person is Aaliyah. And, or uh, Aaliyah. I'm, I'm, pro- I'm pretty sure it's Aaliyah, but back it's to got an H. W- women came back? Women came back, yeah. Guess what, guys? Women back on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> We're eating good tonight, boys. Women return for the sequel. That that's that's like the Smash. The Brothers women header will return it, yeah. in Hinge Two. That that's like the Smash Brothers header when it's like everyone is here. It's just like it's just a picture of like Aaliyah, and it says "Women return <laughs> to the battle." <laughs> so Aaliyah's really funny to me. Because all of her pictures are the same. Oh, okay. It's and one it of is, these accounts. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, they're not all literally the same photo. It's they're they're deliberately as similar to each other as possible. So the thing is, Aaliyah gets as close to the camera as one can so that you can see her eyes, nose, and mouth, and a little bit of hair, and nothing else. And she and her face is so moon-shaped, it obscures, it eclipses the rest of the photograph. She is taking up all the real estate. I, so I know the exact fucking kind of photo this is because my, uh, one of my good buddies, uh, his Twitter account for the long time has used a very similar photo and it is iconic. It is <laughs> iconic. Yeah, so so this 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 uh this woman though her all of her pictures are identical to each other. She is working as hard as she can to make sure that every single one, oh and by the way she also turned the lights off or as on as like she also turns the lights off as much as possible and she is black so like for some of these photos you can barely make out her features. Okay. <laughs> for some of these photos and and I'm you just I see two white glimpses on, for the eyes. Yeah, I swear for some of these she's also putting on a Gaussian filter. Because it has, like, the dreamlike haze around it. So, like, there is one photo that's just, like, just eyes and the silhouette of a nose. And, like, she's in, like, a brown room, right? She's in a brown room yeah. with, like, this Gaussian filter around her. And if that was if, and if that was the first photo, I would have been like, what am I looking at? <laughs> it's, like one, it's like one of those 4chan memes where they just, like, show a dark room and it's, like, find the black person. Except she did it to her own profile. 
So then I found a woman whose name I don't, I didn't record, but all of her pictures were of her spliffing. Excuse me. Spliffing. It means it means smoking a joint. Okay. Okay. It's been a while. All of them it's were, been a while uh, since I've heard that phrase. So so then it's funny because one of her things is she says, "The thing I'm looking for is just be chill. Say no to drugs." Directly below it, picture of her smoking weed. Now. We're now y'all, y'all in California. It is legal there. Maybe she, maybe she means say say no to illegal drugs. I guess, yeah. I mean, but it's just really or fucking it's, funny or to it's me. fucking ironic, and like that's the point. And it's saying, and it says say no to drugs. It probably is. It's probably a joke. I I thought it was supposed to be ironic. It clearly is because all of her photos are of her spliffing. I think it would be all extremely funny though if it was totally serious. It would be hilarious, and I'd like to believe that. So then there was someone named Katie. Katie was, of course, white. But the thing is, Katie was 26 and had a baby. Oh, that's rough. And there were more photos of her baby than there were of her on her own profile. This is, dude, this is a, dude, this is a fucking disaster. This is a fucking disaster. Did you get any fucking good accounts? And the hundred minutes you scrolled? We're still going, Sam. We're still going. So, anyways, Katie was fine. Uh, she looked, like, normal enough, I guess. But, like, she just... Most of the photos were of her baby. And I was like, am I dating you or the baby? I mean, I get it. I get it. If you're a single parent looking to jump into the e-dating world, you gotta let people know. You do have to let people know up front that you do have a kid. So take some photos of you and the, the kid, kid together. Not just the kid. That's yeah. the thing. Is like, I get it. You got to make that clear. In one photo, I think even one photo is fine of the what? How many photos are you able to post? Like eight. Eight? Okay. I'm used to Tinder six. And like, I like I think one photo dedicated to like your child is totally fine. And a couple with the both of you is also fine. But you can't, you can't do everything is the child. So of her seven photos, five feature the child and only the child and only one of them what was that and only in only one of them is is the child only and one of them has her and the child that's weird there was one oh and then lita lita i was uh, i was just scrolling through hinge the other day and i uh found your girl named uh, lita <laughs> yeah i was uh looking at your profile and i noticed that you happen to like to travel i also really enjoy travel dude do you remember um, the fucking episode of code lyoko where jeremy simps so fucking hard that the, the new transfer student at the school who just happens to look like her but is not involved with any of this shit in the slightest he's like bro dude it's clearly her it's clearly fucking her gang it's clearly her and he takes this random bitch to the fucking factory and she's like i'm going to the fucking police this is insane this is fucking insanity. Jeremy, Jeremy simps so hard, and you could just end the sentence. That's the episode. Yep. But Leah, uh, all of her photos are also the same. She also did that thing where she only has one photo, and she used it seven times. Now, when we say this, are, are we are we saying it is an identical photo? Like, it is the same PNG file uploaded seven times? It is the same PNG file uploaded oh, seven it times. Is, These it are is, two gang. different versions of the photo. That's but these are two these are two different photos I took on my phone of the same photo for different answers and prompts on the thing. That's the same photo. That's not it, Yang. So then there was one girl, her name was Kerrigan, uh, Kerrigan 
or Karajen. Yeah. Unique name. Okay. Uh, but she had a uh, she had a BTS phone, and I was like, pass. Her phone just was like covered in BTS stickers, and it had like a picture of one of the BTS guys, and I was like, nope, <laughs> you're fucking crazy. Probably a low key racist, no, and you don't know it yet. No, no, no K-pop stands for you, huh? No K-pop stands for me, dude. I don't I don't mess with that. A J-pop stan, I will consider. A K-pop stan, crazy. They're all crazy. I I do I I I love the the agents of chaos that are the K-pop stands. I love when I They they really are dimensional travelers here to ruin our lives. I, well, they don't Here's the deal. I got to be honest. I I'll be fucking straight with all y'all. This is a fucking we're in the real anime hours now. Fucking Miles has been making fun of women for the last 25 minutes. <laughs> I have never once been bothered or negatively affected by a K-pop stand in my entire life. Not in real life, they have, but no, like every no, terrible tweet you've ever seen. No, but I've never, I've seen a lot of terrible tweets, dude. K-pop stand is net was never in the bio, dude. I'm, I'm not saying I'm they don't say exist. I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm just saying that. I've had, like, no negative experiences with people who are K-pop stands. Sam, I'm just going to say up front that you got extremely lucky. I mean, this could change. Now that I bring this up on the show, I can be inundated with a lot of K-pop crap. I'm going but... to do something on the Miku's Crackhouse account that's going to anger the K-pop stands just to spite you. All right, just to, just to see what they're truly made of. <laughs> just to yeah, test the limits of their power. Made of. Yes. Th- that's, that's our... That's our uh, that, that that's our goal this week is to piss off one K-pop stand and see how ratioed we can get. <laughs> Anyways, now I found a woman named Lydia. Lydia was uh, not the first trans person to pop up on my my Hinge app. Yeah. But what was weird though was that it also offered me what I assumed to be a trans man because they were trans, but their name was Connor. Yeah. And they they had like five o'clock stubble and like kind of long hair but their name was connor very strong chin right Mm -hmm. and so i assume that they are a trans man but this was the first man that appeared on my hinge so i was like i am so confused like are you are you like pre-op like do you have you not decided on like have you not chosen a new name are you not going to do that like What's going on? And then I, I moved right on, and then David was the next guy. And I was like, oh, Hinge is just broken. And that was a trans man. And it's just recommending me guys now. Okay, got it. So that's what I assume was Connor's deal. Connor, by the way, this is really sad. Connor, by the way, probably the most attractive person I saw on the app. Uh, and they were recommended to me by accident. Because Hinge broke. <laughs> Hinge, so that Hinge was really disappointing. Broke. And men only. Let me just say something up front. Connor was a fucking Grecian god. Connor was a Grecian god. That man was gorgeous. That man was gorgeous. I mean, yeah, he but said I just, he had a pretty, looked... pretty chiseled chin, right? Oh my god, dude. This a fucking jaw that could cut diamonds, dude. It was it, he he was the pinnacle of masculinity. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, I might I might have I might have looked out with Connor. Connor might be the most attractive guy on this app, and I wasn't into him. So all you all you uh all you LA bunnies out here, all you LA people looking looking to date, man. If you see if you see a Grecian a a, a bronze god named Connor, make sure to make sure to hit him up. Say say Miles recommended you. My, Miles has high <laughs> praise for Connor. 
Make sure to tell them. Grecian God Connor would like to battle, dude. <laughs> yeah, Grecian God Grecian God Connor enters the fray. And so then so I found my second trans person, right? Yeah. And the reason that I'm I'm not trying to like make this like a, a joke at her expense of being trans. The reason I bring this up is that this took me on a long quest to discover if something that she mentioned was a trans specific term or not. Okay? Okay. And so she, so the, the prompt was, I take, and she was pretty cute, but, uh, I take pride in my thrussy and being trans. <laughs> and so I, I, I went to a trans friend and I said, what is a thrussy? Is that something you've heard before? And she was like, no. And I was like, okay, can you ask someone if you know <laughs> what that is? And she was like, yeah, hang on. I'll, I'll go, I'll go talk to another friend of mine. And she was like. Yeah, no, she's never heard of it either. And I was like, okay, what's a thrussy? So, like, we Google it, and it's just throat pussy? What? Which means, I guess, she gives good head. Okay. I think that's literally what that means, is she gives good head. That's a... No, just say you give good head. If you're all... if you're gonna admit it with some bullshit term nobody uses, just say you give fucking good head and move on. Ooh, I might have fucked up by not by not taking her up on that offer. I'm looking at her phone, and it's got the, the Goron symbol on it. So, I'm, ooh, she might have been a Zelda fan. I think I fucked up there. Maybe. I think I fucked up. I was too off-put by Thrussy. That was my problem. I was too off-put. I saw Thrussy, and I was like, I'm out of here. I should have I should have looked closer. I should have looked closer. Anyways, she's she looked a little too hardcore for me, though. I think she, I think she probably would have thought I was a fucking nerd. So then, the final one was a girl named Sammy. Sammy, yet again... Mostly the same photograph, but the thing is, she 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 divvied it up. All right, she played a game of hopscotch okay. with hers. Okay, because she took a photo of herself, you know, pretty typical photo. And then biggest risk I've taken getting glasses. Next photo, same face, but with glasses on. Same expression, but she's got glasses. I respect this. I respect this. No, I respect the shit out of this. The next, the next photo, same photo from the first one. The next photo again, her with glasses. Oh, so it's no glasses, glasses, no glasses, glasses, no glasses, glasses. Game of hopscotch, right? You're hopping to the next. But 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 glasses, but, but, no glasses. So, but picture. it's but it really is photo one, photo two, photo one, photo two, like photo. Yes. Okay. Damn, what is it with you motherfuckers? What is it with you motherfuckers on Hinge and not taking some goddamn photos what the fuck and to be fair i i selected a sample size there were there was of course a lot of like there was there was a lot of people who like i just wasn't attracted to you know or 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 like but they look normal they had a lot of normal photos right yeah but the vast majority of them were doing the same shit over and over again and just doing all these little things that just pissed me off uh, except for the girl with the shirt that was on me. I was the asshole. So, Hinge is maybe the worst app I've ever f fucking seen. It is a terrible, terrible garbage land. Worse than Tinder. And I could not believe it. I mean, it literally, it literally is racist against me. It doesn't want, it's, it's like, alright, those jeans of yours, they're not mixing anymore. No, we're putting I a am fucking not stop to allowing this. it. How do you like my profile, brother? <laughs> fucking racially profiled me started recommending me men out of nowhere 
just to do it. The most attractive person I saw was Connor. And it felt, and, and, and in that moment, in that moment, I understood, okay? I understood what it was like to be in a Greek tragedy because I could look, but it was like, it was like I, I had the perfect prize. I had something so beautiful in front of me. And, and yet I, it was, it was water, water everywhere, not a drop to drink. I was like, you are a gorgeous, gorgeous man. You are a gorgeous man. But I don't but like, cock. I am not into men. Yeah. But I don't like, well, I mean, I, I don't know. I could it could it I don't know what's going on down there. Again, transgender. So, but the, but the point is like fucking chiseled jaw, fucking luscious, long locks, perfect five o'clock shadow. Technology okay? is going fucking far, dude. Holy shit. Dude, I'm I'm telling you, whatever whatever he's doing, he's doing it right. Mm. Okay, he's doing it right. So like, I was I was just sitting there and I was like, is is Connor the only good person on this app? Is Connor it? Is Connor the pinnacle of of Hinge performance? So so here's the deal. Here's like the can I, can I can I just talk about the fucking sad reality of this whole situation? Absolutely. So take it from a guy who again did research, produced a fucking documentary on this shit. If you want to e-date, my first step is for you to fucking quit and don't do it. Because every single, because a majority of the people on these apps are desperate to some extent. And is that a generalization? Absolutely. I was in that category once upon a time. I have not had Tinder in years or since my senior year of college. Uh, I've not used it since. Don't plan on using it again soon. And I've considered a couple times to sign up for Hinge and give it a shot. But I just know it's not going to be worth it in any stretch of the imagination. Because... The f- like the likelihood of you finding s- someone that is going to be immediately interested in your profile because that's what you need on these sites is someone who is immediately interested in your profile. Y- for for s- them to be interested in you, for you to be interested in them, is already a big challenge. But then. Trying to fucking narrow that down and find people in your fucking in your in your age range if you if that's what you're looking for, or people of you know, like what whatever you're looking for, you're just not gonna fucking find it on these apps. I don't know what to fucking tell you. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it. And I feel for people, and I fucking feel for you guys. I've been I've been single all but fucking three weeks of my entire goddamn life. I fucking feel for you. I know how fucking hard it is out there. And I know in a fucking pandemic you're really fucked. Because you actually fucking can't go out anywhere and meet people. And you are stuck doing bullshit e-dating. Which is why I think there's been a rise and I've seen more ads and shit for Hinge and, and other shit pop up. But don't do it, gang. Don't don't do it. If it's any if it's any advice I can give you, don't do it. Because that shit, all the Tinder shit, dude, just leads to just complete disappointment. All, every time. Like, without fucking fail. Um, because the stakes, because the stakes are always so low 
for both parties in a in like a Tinder in like an e dating encounter. The stakes are so low. If if nothing happens, it just is fucking called off and it's gone. So like getting someone and and connecting with someone and getting matched with someone is one thing. Turning that into a conversation, turning that into seeing each other in person, that's a completely different fucking tale. Very tough. Very fucking hard. It's like getting a shiny Pokemon, dude. Like, that is the best fucking explanation I can give. Is meeting up with someone on one of these apps is like encountering a shiny Pokemon. Just so fucking rare. And yes, if you if you if you use the strats and you do some bullshit, you can improve your odds significantly but it's still a big fucking chance and you're still gonna have to grind it out and it's not fucking worth it i just think your time's better spent elsewhere personally um but yeah e-dating sucks man e-dating fucking sucks my final words on hinge and i just want to say up front ladies i've used you for comedic purposes okay i've used you for comedic purposes and I tried not to not to dig low and insult their appearance, their physical appearance, uh, just their technique at taking photographs of themselves. And and here's here's the worst part about it. I I hate to say this. Okay, I hate to say this, ladies, ladies that I've insulted on this show. All, for comedy all two sake. of you listening right now. All two. Yeah, all two of you. All two of you women listening to this right now, <laughs> ladies. I insulted your photographing techniques, but the truth is, my photo skills are even worse. And I'm an attractive man when I have a haircut. Right now, my hair, I look like Nick Cage, and that's unfortunate. <laughs> you fucking do, dude. <laughs> I look like Nick Cage right now, and that kind of sucks. Um, but when I have a haircut, I'm a, I'm a gorgeous man. Uh, I have I have the youthful face of a Shotokan, uh, ladies. And so, like, I'm just bad at taking photos of myself. Some people are. Some people are just not well represented in photographs. You might be more attractive in real life. I believe that. I genuinely believe that these photos probably aren't your best side. They don't represent you that well. And and chances are, and I know how this is. I fucking know how this is. You look at a photograph of yourself and you think, shit, I look so fucking bad. But I guarantee you, no photo can do you justice. Most photos, in my opinion, make people look worse than they actually are in real life. Because and like, hey, camera adds ten pounds. <laughs> camera camera adds ten pounds, and if you're already a BBW, camera adds at ten more, which you don't need. Uh, so again, I'm I'm just gonna say, get off the app. All right, meet people in real life, okay? Because your photography skills are selling you short. Your pro your hinge profile is selling you short. Your answers suck. And they're stupid. And I guarantee you, while I'm making fun of you, you probably don't deserve any of the mockery that I'm giving you. Because I'm sure in real life you're fucking awesome. That's all there is to it. Your profile sucks. And like, this is the... And I'm gonna fucking spoil my documentary, so fucking last chance if you if you want no spoilers for the fucking Tinder doc. Like, that's... It's 15 minutes long, go watch that, it. It's good, it's good. I got a standing ovation. For, for for this fucking project, so so it's fucking good, and I was in a class of art people, so it, it, it's real, it's fucking real shit, and like that's the literally that is the fucking thesis point I end the video on, is that look, I have I'm like look, I have quality and I have value as a human being 
that cannot be properly displayed through six photos in a uh, like in a 200 character fucking bio. It's just in a song. It just can't be boiled down like that. And if I can't be boiled down like that, I cannot expect anyone else to be boiled down like that. So I should take confidence in myself and move forward. And it'll happen when it fucking happens. And that's been my take to dating ever since. And 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 just, again, get off these apps. Get off these fucking apps. Why don't you start dating on Club Penguin? That'll do some good. Exactly. Did you ever have, like, one of those, like, not like a Club Penguin girl? I mean, yeah, like, the equivalent of a Club Penguin girlfriend. Like, someone that you chatted with online that you were like, yeah, this girl's into me. When you were, like, 12 okay. or, like, 15. Okay, so I was, I was on, I was, uh, so, I was online, like, I was actively online at an extremely young age. I mean, ma okay, an extremely young age for the time. Like when I was, cause I was 12, cause I was online pretty frequently talking with people when I was 12, 13 and I had Skype around then. Um, and I would, I, I would, uh, uh, instant message, uh, this one, ch uh, one girl uh, named Sylvia. We were, we were of a similar age. Um, and we were just friendly though. We didn't really like, we, 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 we it wasn't like a, like a, Ooh, we're dating or anything like that. No, we were just like friendly. Um, I hope she's doing okay. Uh, last last thing I heard, she was in the the hospital for like brain cancer. So like, I hope she's fucking doing okay. Ooh, it, yeah, fucking ooh. fucking sad. I feel bad. Like that's why I fucking fell out of contact with her was because she she was hospitalized for like a really long time. And I'm like, that is it possible she lied to you? Fucking uh, no. I mean, it was posted on our DeviantArt. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> okay, I was about to say, is it possible she lied? So I hope I hope she's uh, doing alright. I remember like a year or two ago. I tried to see if I can. I'm like, I wonder if her account is like still up or if, if she's like still around. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't like find any new, new links to anything. But yeah, no, I mean, that was like, that would be the, like, the, that would be like the closest thing. But even still, that's probably not what you're looking for. I mean, that's a nice story. It's just, it was the most depressing. Yeah, too, ba too bad about I've the ending, though. Uh <laughs> since, yeah, since Schindler's List. That, that was, that really was the Schindler's List e -dating? Of, of girlfriend anecdotes. Yeah. Of young, of young preteen e-dating. I am... The, the Schindler's List of Club Penguin girlfriends. God, I am so fucking thankful, man. I am so, so thankful. Because I knew a guy back again during our during our LP days. I knew a guy who I was, like, pretty good friends with. He was the one that actually got me to get Skype in the first place. He was the one that was like, yeah, man, fucking Skype's pretty fucking cool. Um... Before, that that was uh, during the era where everyone would PM each other on YouTube, back when YouTube yes. had personal messages. Let's let's also not forget that you could have a mod on your YouTube page. Oh, that's right. Because you could so back which came back. Okay, now kids. That streaming is okay, kids. Okay, kids. Gather around. Uncle Sam and Miles are about to tell you a story about when they were young, back in the day. YouTube channels used to have a comment section and it was just a general free for all comment section for the YouTube channel itself. And back in the J channels were extremely personalized. You can upload your own custom art. Um, you can make them look all kinds of different, which ways very cool. YouTube in like the early around like 2013, would you say, right? Is when they yeah. got away from that in like really changed the, your, everyone's channel pages to just display the videos because they really wanted it to be like we just want people focused on on the content 
Um, which everyone bitched about at the time, but it's so funny, dude. Because I remember that being such a big story. I remember like everyone. Well, you remember was when so they got sad. rid of the star ratings too? Yeah, which which for the record, getting rid of the star ratings was the the right fucking move, I think. Oh, absolutely. Because everyone voted five star, one star, anyways. So it, it wasn't like a useful. It wasn't a useful metric, um, or it was no more useful than just a like dislike ratio. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's so funny. Like I, I love like checking out the Wayback Machine and like looking, remembering what YouTube used to look like. Like, way, like, you know, fucking 10, 11 years ago now. Because, oh, man. I remember, dude. I remember scrolling through YouTube a couple years ago. And I found an old video that I was a big fan of from back in the day that was 10 years old. And I was like, fuck. This website's been around for 10 years. And I remember watching these videos when they were, like, relatively new. And they're 10 years old, dude. I, I have content on YouTube from like 11, 12 years ago that you can find by, by searching hard enough. It's funny because I, I went back and I actually watched like old JonTron videos. Oh, hell yeah. How old are we talking? Dino City. Dino City, bro? Okay. Dino City. Yeah. Dino City, bro. Uh, Monster Bash, Monster Party. The golden era. The JonTron uh, golden age. The, the, the true golden era of JonTron. Like, I think like after Birdemic is when he started getting... He was still funny, but like the the end of uh, the end of like season one of JonTron was Birdemic. Ba- yeah, basically, and not to say because here's the deal: because there are a couple of like of t- quote unquote season two like JonTron videos I fucking love. Like the sp- I think the Space Ace season video, two and three are very good. I think the Space yeah. Ace video is like fucking hysterical, um, just because of like how terrible that SNES port is. I, I actually think my favorite season two video is Nightshade. That video fucking kills me. I need to rewatch I need I to rewatch uh, uh the Nightshade. Oh my video. god, that video kills me. So I was watching them and he has a video you know, at the, at the end of the, the Monster Party review, he like goes on YouTube and finds the ending of Monster Party and pretends that he did it. <laughs> and I was just looking at like the old format and I was like, shit. YouTube looked fugly back oh, then. Oh dude, right? It's so cl- it's like so Clean. I gotta be honest, like, a lot of people have grown frustrated with the minimalist aesthetic that has become really prominent in a lot of modern, like, logo designs and shit like that. A lot of logo and UI designs. YouTube does it the best. Like, I think YouTube made the transition perfectly um, when it comes to, when it comes to that. Because, because, like... I think the old like Google logo is like much more appealing than like the the the, the just the fucking twelve point font, the twelve point Arial font it is now, the um, the vector based like entire word of just Google. Yeah, it's just like it's just the fucking word spelled out. It's like not that it's like the the font's not like that interesting. Where at least it was like bubbly before and like all the all it had you know cute colors and shit. You know you know what I do miss a little bit, and this is something that doesn't happen anymore. It happens in anime, but not in, like, television. I miss search engine parodies. Like, Google parodies. Oh, of co- oh okay. Lo- oh, yeah, like, like ghoul. Yeah. I, I, there was, there was the, uh, the one in um, Watamote, Gaggle. <laughs> like, the, there, there's one that I, I remember. It was from a horror movie, and I can't tell you. I, I, it, was like a, it was one of these things that they talked about on, like, Best of the Worst, like one of those things. Yeah. But it was Snoogle. <laughs> 
those are great. I just I love like when people parody like like these these websites or like whatever. And and there's like a lame way to do it, you know. Like I always hate in video games when they have like a fake video game or in um in cartoons when they have a fake video game title. The the one time that it was good was in Billy and Mandy when they had President Evil. That one was good. Every other one sucks fucking dick. Sucks fat dick balls like it just like like they'll just be like yeah we're gonna play some uh some super some uh some super Maria sisters or whatever yeah I, super know, Gianna I, sisters I, like, <laughs> yeah super Gianna sisters yeah so it's it's like you you always have these like really shitty like parody names or it'll be like like splatter splatter battle four or whatever and 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 of course the line following is always. I hope it's better than Splatter Battle 3. They really got away from all the things that made Splatter Battle 2 good. <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, so, right. There's always that line next. And I'm just like, who the fuck wrote? Like, fucking algorithms wrote, like, 2000s cartoons half the time. I there's swear. A, These uh, jokes were just, like, you could pick them out of a hat. The, uh, one of, so, I, uh, one thing I accomplished this week was I am officially caught up on Komi-san Can't Communicate. I have read all... 291 chapters in like three weeks or like a month it's fucking great uh and in one of the more recent chapters they play um a smash brothers clone at a party and the title is super smashy swampy dude special It's uh, it's it's in the Numa Bros series. Super Smashy Swampy Dude Special is in the Numa Bros, uh, franchise. <laughs> the oh, that universe. reminds me. I I was thinking about something recently. Since we're talking about old YouTube, yeah, something popped in my head that you reminded me Ooh. of. The fucking Numa Numa song. Oh, popped in my head. I was washing. I was watch. I was washing dishes. And and the most fucking you like the most fucking YouTube thing. I just I remembered this video from my childhood, which was a Numa Numa AMV set to Invader Zim. <laughs> and I, and it just popped in my head. I just I started like I started having a conniption fit, where where I was just like that couldn't have been real, right? Like that had to be like a parody of YouTube, right? Like a like a parody of YouTube from no, that era. No, right? no, 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 no. No one would have actually made that video, right? No, no, no. No, 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 you didn't live through that era. You don't understand. You don't understand the content that was made in 2006. Oh, fuck, dude. On YouTube. Dude, there's so, like, let's, here, 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 quick. Let's throw out a couple of, like, really, like, classic, like, you're gonna find the song in, in, like, some kind of AMV or some kind of, like, animated music video. To We're pushing the term. Like, for, like, people who listen to the show it just just as sam called the buzz lightyear pilot an ova we're gonna call everything an amv <laughs> no i fuck you first of all fuck you bitch i'm right i as buzz lightyear from star command is a fucking ova fuck you second of all i just know that and here's the deal i don't really know the age demographic of our listeners i assume they're like he's a- right too that's the worst part he's right i assume our listenership is like a little are, are like are like in their teens or like in their teens or like early 20s so maybe they don't remember or i'm sorry mid to late teens is what i meant so they weren't around for this shit and like most amvs now are really fucking well done edited productions oh yeah no amvs are incredible N- nowadays they're so fucking good back then no it was fucking everything was done in windows movie maker here were the songs that you'd find you'd find dragostadin tay the numa numa song 
you'd find let the body hit the floor you'd find um uh in the end by evanescent bring me to life bring me to life those are like the bit i'm trying to think of some other big ones because there were a couple like i because because here's the deal i got into the amvs through sonic amvs um no i remember my first ever amv my first ever amv was the green day song boulevard of broken dreams and the tv show was super mario brothers 3 <laughs> uh, super mario brothers 3 tv show not to be confused with super mario brothers super show but the super, super mario, mario brothers, world or super mario world but the super mario brothers 3 like a uh, season or whatever they did the one that's called super mario brothers 3 I remember watching that video and being like, holy shit, this is so fucking cool. I thought it was the fucking hottest shit, dude. I thought it was so fucking badass and so fucking cool. And I'm like, this, this rules, this fucking rules. Um, and you know, what's funny. There's so many videos from back in the day. I just remember like absolutely loving and one of those channels was a small channel called Retro Dynamics. Literally, nobody would know what this fucking is. Which you actually did talk about talk about uh, two weeks ago now. I did. Okay. I must have spoken about it because either after the show I brought it up on or I totally forgot. I went back and I watched old Sonic Smarties and the old Sonic Stop Motion animations that Retro Dynamics did when I was like high off my ass like a, a week and a half ago. And let me tell you, it was a different time. It was a different time on the internet 11, 12 years ago. Um, it was a different, different time. Lots of shit jokes. Lots of poop, poop jokes. Lots of swearing. Uh, oh, so it's like our show. Uh, Tails, Tails' mic was fucking awful. So it was like the early episodes so of our like show. So it's like our show, so but the early, the episodes. early episodes of our show. Um, but no, I mean, like, when I... Like, so, the guy who did it, Sean S., because it was two guys who ran this channel, Sean S., like, voiced all the characters except for Tails. And whoever they got to do Tails had the worst mic ever, and every word was blown out. And when I mean every word, I mean every fucking word was blown out, and it was not mixed properly. So, the entire show is at, like, you know, a perfectly acceptable, like... You know, negative seven, negative six decibels. <laughs> and then you have Tails who comes in at, like, plus 18. And it's like, oh, my fucking God. Kill me. <laughs> hey, sorry! Like, it's so, it's so <laughs> disgusting. It's disgusting. Um, But, yeah, that show was uh, fucking funny. It also reminded me of how awful some of the Sonic figures were from, from that uh, era. From the, uh, from the Toy I, Island I had a era. Sonic figure. I had a Sonic figure. That for he had one of those like donut hands. No, okay, so I no, I can no, I can almost guarantee I know the I can I will know the exact figure you're talking about. So what did it look like? So it had a donut hand. It had two donut hands, and uh, one of them was the donut. Yeah, and the other one was like this, and he was smiling with that side smile. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And and now was this a three inch figure? He was doing like the 
he was doing the the like prank finger, you yeah. know, where it's like you have you have a, an okay hand yeah. and you turn it upside down. I he was doing that. Yeah, if this was a video program, I would step outside. I would step step off to my war chest in the in my closet and grab this fucking toy because I have this figure. I'm like almost. But positive. the thing is, I'm pretty sure that that the back of my tails figure also it, my tails toy. I almost called it a tails doll. My tails toy lost its tails. So he just had this fucking hole in his ass. He so I just had these two Sonic figures and they were all scratched up and Tails had no ass. Oh yeah, dude. I th that's the problem. That was the problem with the, quite a bit of the Tails toys was the Tails would always fucking break off most of these fucking things. The one I had was thankfully like in, in the box. It was detachable. It was like detached in the box, and then you would just when you take it out of the box, you just slap them. But the thing is, it it had like a peg. So I think it was the same toy. Okay. Now, but I just okay, lost the so, tails. So what we, so what you owned was most likely, and after we get off the show, I'm gonna pull out these fucking toys because I want to confirm this. But I can almost. No, you're not. You're going to bed. I, I can almost. Fuck you. I do what I want. Damn it. Uh, when it comes to because <laughs> because here's the deal, guys. I'm like like everyone knows I love Sonic, but like to the extent I think very few know how low I go. Like I, dude, I am. I love all the Sonic toys that have been made i think they're all like super fucking cool and interesting and toy island was primarily like the five inch figures and and what you would say like this figure was about five inches tall yeah absolutely okay. um because sonic figures primarily were either five inch or three inch uh the jazzware line which was post toy island toy island did all the sonic x figures so like the sonic and tails that like you're talking about those were those were sonic x branded to, uh, uh, Sonic toys, and like, and what I like about them is they did a lot of characters that like have not been fucking redone. Like, they're the only way to get like a five inch cream figure, cream and cheese. Like, the only way to get a, a five inch rouge figure. They're like the only way to get like a decent five inch shadow. Bunch of characters, like bunch. Of, they did a ton of characters. Sadly, I, 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 I don't own any of like the cool ones. I own all the common ones. And before Toy Island, there was another group. I forgot their name, but they did a line of Sonic Adventure toys. So they did all the playable characters from that. And uh, those are interesting. Those are interesting figures. I think they're kind of weird. There's a lot of bootlegs of those figures. out. I, have, I own a bootleg Amy because uh, I really wanted one. And then post... I, I missed the era. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, continue. Uh, and I was just going to say, post Toy Island, we get the Jazzware era. And Jazzware's not doing... I don't think they're doing the figures anymore. But they did three-inch figures. And the three-inch figures fucking ruled because they had a lot of points of articulation. Whereas the figures that... The figure that you had, only the arms... Oh, I believe only the arms moved and then the legs shifted, but not in a meaningful way. The legs could turn. Yeah. And the feet could they turn. They could turn, but again, like not in a really meaningful, meaningful way. Uh, where at least where yeah, it was kind of worth you could make the three inch Sonic from Jazzware you could you could make fucking run, uh, because his legs move, um, and it's great. And all the toys from that I owned like a good majority of the toys from that area. I owned fucking Sonic Tails, and they did a ton, dude. Sonic Tails, Knuckles, Metal Sonic, uh, fucking Eggman, Shadow, uh, Silver. They did Amy. They did which I sadly didn't own. Blaze. They did which I sadly didn't own. They made a fucking Jet the Hawk figure. I own a fucking Jet the Hawk three-inch figure that came on a little skateboard that was fucking cool. Um, he'd have little pegs that you'd put into his feet, and he could fucking ride the little skateboard like a, a little extreme gear. Um, they did a pack. They did a three-pack, which was Super Sonic, Super Shadow, and Super Silver in seven, like, Chaos Emeralds. And I'm like, these are fucking so badass. 
when Sonic Generations came out, dude, they did fucking uh, two packs. So it would be the Sonic characters and then it would be like a, a bad Nick. So it'd be like Motobug or um, the fucking the Caterpillar, uh, uh, Caterpillar, um, the SWAT bots from Sonic Unleashed, the Egg Pawn. Fucking so cool, dude. Fucking love these fucking toys, man, growing up. I fucking love these things. I do miss the era when you could go to a CVS and find video game toys. You still can, dude. I walked into a Walgreens a few weeks ago and found a, a, a 10-inch Kingdom Hearts Sora toy. That's impressive. That's actually cool. I found Sora I, and when Mickey. When I was a kid. It was like Sora, Mickey. I'm when like, I was a, a kid. fucking real one. Shit, dude. <laughs> when I was a kid, I found a 12-inch, maybe even 18-inch, but it was probably 12-inch because I was small. But I found a 12-inch Mega Man.exe figure. What? Wait. At CVS. Dude, hold, hold on. T 12 inches? Dude, that's a foot, my man. Yeah, I know. Are you it sure? It was huge. Yeah. Wow. That's but, wild. But it had, like, no points of articulation. Oh, that's... It could rotate its arms, and that was it. Oh, yeah. There was a... Uh... It's so sad because back in that era, there was another uh, company. I, I, I forgot who they were, uh, but they did a line of Mega Man toys. And they so they did Mega Man, Pro, they did Mega Man, Proto Man, Guts Man, Elect Man, and Shadow Man for their first wave. And for wave two, they were going to do Wood Man and I think Ice Man. And they, and they the fucking toys didn't sell well enough. I own all of them, though. I own all five. Those toys are you sick. You know what the weirdest toy... You know what the weirdest toy I owned was, and I was super obsessed with them still? What? Beat em on. Oh my god, you are bringing me fucking back, dude. Bro, I was all about beat em on, dude. I was all about beat em on. I remember when I was a kid, we used to be able to buy a toy depending on how good our report card was. Oh, I right? fucking wish, dude. And I got McDonald's, maybe. Hashtag smart kid I, I got to. Yeah, I can tell. I can see you got McDonald's, Sam. <laughs> Uh, so, you, dude. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the problem is one day I'm going to be, I'm going to be nice and filled out. I can already feel it happening and you can make, yeah, what's going to happen. What's going to happen in two years when I'm sub 200 and you're, you're at fucking 265. Dude, you, you, the, the, the turns will table. The you can make fun of me on table, the show. Dude. The turns will table. You're going to get to make fun of me on this show. That King hippo joke. You keep that in the back of your pocket. I Cause it's will, a good one. Dude. I fucking will. Uh, anyways. So, so I, I used to always buy beat em on toys with my money or with my, my, uh, my report card like gift. And, and I was like obsessed. I wasn't just into beat em on. I was into making my own custom beat em on. And for years, there's one beat em on I couldn't find. His name was like Purple Dragoon or something like that. And his whole, his whole gimmick was that he had what was called a barrel on his stomach, right? Yeah. So, real quick. Would you mind? I know what beat em on is, uh, but can you explain what this is? I can is? explain what a beat em on okay. is, yeah. A beat em on was a little robot. It was a little robot figurine, but about the size it your had palm. like, yeah, about the size of your palm. It had like anime eyes, right? It wasn't just like a cold, a, a cold hard cyborg. It, there was like a, a, a young shonen aesthetic to it where, where it, it was less of a common Rider thing and more like. It reminds it, me a lot of those like, like uh, what's that 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 like kid Gundam show, where the where the Gundams oh, are toys. Uh, yeah, Gundam Builders. Yeah, or Gundam Builders. Yeah, the, the anime where it's like the Gundam toys and they're and they're just like cute chibi versions of the uh, Gundams. That's yeah, kind of how beat Gundam Build. That's how Beatamon kind of looked. I wouldn't be surprised if Gun if Beatamon was supposed to be a Gundam Build ripoff. I would not be surprised. 
Dude, um, well, I, I thought Beatamon came out like before. Um, it was like 2005, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up. So so Beatamon, uh, Super Beatamon, Betterman. I think I remember bottom uh, Beatamon Crossfire is what I think I remember like catching on on TV. Um, like during like Saturday I think that morning. was, yeah, that was like the era that the toys came from. So they had one. I remember one of them was Cobalt Blue. I loved Cobalt Blue. He was sort of the main character Beatamon. Yeah. And the thing is, the Beatamon themselves were sort of like Beyblades, or again, like the Gundam builds. Like you had or Bakugan. They're kind. They're the, those yeah, kinds Bakugan. of toys. Yeah, they they had a human being who controlled the Beatamon, but the Beatamon was not autonomous. It was it was a skill game. That they themselves partook in, where they pioneered the toy, like with their physical hands, and and they sort of slid them back and forth on these arenas, and they fired beads out of their back with a spring-loaded launcher. Yeah. And the thing is, the beatamon it was sort of like a bionicle. You built it yourself, and it was relatively simple construction. Okay. So you get it, you build it yourself, and then you could take it apart and customize it, and and get other beatamon builds. That's fucking. So cool. I was super obsessed. Yeah, I was super obsessed with getting a, a beat em on with a barrel because barrels looked fucking badass. They were these huge fucking cannons that stuck out of their chest. And the whole point was it made sure that the bead shot straight. Okay, you load a marble in the back of the beat em on and then you fire it with a spring loaded launcher. So a barrel made sure that the bead shot straight. And there were all these little construction elements of the Beatamon that made sure that they were different and distinct from each other. They essentially played different from each other. Okay? So, for example, one of them would have, um, one of them would have, like, thicker feet. So they, they, they were more stationary. They couldn't be knocked over as easily, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then one of them might have, uh, like, a really, like, a really, really strong, like, trigger on its back so that when you squeezed it, you had to put in a lot of power, but then it launched the marble really hard. Yeah. Um, or you had a barrel, and the point of the barrel was that it it, it made sure the, the bead shot straight, as I mentioned. And then you had some bullshit that I'm pretty sure didn't work. Like, there were some with, like, shoulder pads, and it was like, it makes them more aerodynamic. And I'm like, that's not fucking Oh, true. yeah, no, that's just that's, that's just, just gimmicks for, from the fucking It just anime. looked cool. Now, speaking like, of... they couldn't think of any other ways to make the toys, like, have practical balancing elements yeah. or, like, practical... Like... That's the issue Cause, with... Because you with, picture uh, a beat-em-on... Beyblade 2. Yeah, you picture a beat-em-on stat wheel, right? So, you know, like, generic stat wheel... Um, but instead of your usual, like, strength, spirit, you know, whatever, it would be, like, balance, aim, power, like, the, and then there was just three stats that were completely worthless. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. yeah. Beyblade, same so, way. Like, there's, like, and, attack, so there's attack, there's attack types, defense types, and, sp like, speed types. Um. Yeah, and, and so, like. I was super obsessed with with having like this perf what I considered the perfect beatemon the shoulder pads of cobalt blue all right the spring loader back of whatever the I think it was called like like volt purple or something it had one of those names where it was a purple beatemon and the marbles were electric themed so it was called I think it was called like volt purple I think they all had like color names and then something that was sort of reminiscent of themselves the barrel of like purple dragoon you know oh, i just i wanted yeah. them all i wanted i wanted all of these and there was a girl named terry and she had blue hair i wanted her like beat em on thing too i think her thing was that she had like the strong leg beat em on so it had better balance so i was sitting there like how do i make the perfect beat em on and that was my mission now, now let me ask and you I, the big the big question here did you play the game 
I did. I had a beat em on arena. Who would you play with? No one. <laughs> I had no friends who played beat em on. This is the so sad thing th about all these games, dude. Is like all these collectible games, unless you live in like a major city or like live near like a local game store where like uh, like weekly events and stuff would happen, you'd get all this shit. Like you'd buy all these Yu Gi Oh cards and you'd just be like, oh fuck, man. I have no friends. I have no friends dude. to play Yu Gi Oh. Dude, that, that was the sad reality I fucking ran into the other day because I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about playing Magic and playing Yu Gi Oh. I'm like, fuck, man, I want to play Yu Gi Oh so bad. Because I got really into fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! like two years ago with uh, two of my other friends. And all we did was... Dude, we were fucking... We, we were crazy. Like, we were at Steak and Shake whipping out our fucking decks. Dropping fucking... Dropping fucking games. And then at our fucking table in Steak and Shake. That, that shit was so much fun. Yu-Gi-Oh! fucking incredible. I love that game so much. But I'm familiar with beat -em on Not because I have the toys... But because I love the English opening to Battle beat -em on which was probably the series we were watching, not Beat'em on Crossfire. That was uh, in like most likely, yeah. It was. It was. I remember there was an episode of Battle Beat'em on in which the challenge was they had to draw a circle with their right hand and a triangle with their left hand, and the whole point is that. And this is so stupid. This is one of those things that like if you watched these shows. It was one of those like prerequisite episodes, like stolen straight from the Karate Kid or whatever. Oh, yeah. Where it was like, oh, that was our secret training. But apparently, drawing a circle with one hand and a triangle with the other makes you better at reloading your beads and firing faster at the same time. And I was like, that's not true. It's That's just fucking oh, fake. Man, but I was a kid, and I was like, I guess I have to do that if I want to be the man. Because the, the If you want to be the, the, the man. Was, <laughs> yeah, the slogan was, do you want to be the man? Beat him on. Damn. Well, well, they call it. Well, they call it in the opening a beat to be a beta champion, is what they what they call it. Also, they dude, would do any this dude. opening. They would do anything I, please, to make everyone, buy please look up battle beat em on English opening and just fucking soak in the mid to late two thousands English anime ops, dude. I fucking love these things, dude. I. Fucking love the English dub OPs to shows. I, they're all fucking funny to me. Because this one, because the beat em on one goes, In ancient times, a challenge was made. A sword of honors. And it's like a fucking, like a little fucking country guitar in the background. Yeah, it's a, it's like a folk song. It's so fucking good. Um, And then a the fucking guitar comes in. Dude, that dude, the fucking beat him on opening fucking rules. You know what other opening fucking slaps? The blue dragon English OP like kind of slaps. Dude, awaken in me. It's like it's like the most like oh fuck, dude. I wish I wish I knew the band that like wrote that fucking track. And then do you know do you know one of my favorite openings from that era? And you're gonna hate me for what? this. The Kappa Mikey opening. Dude, no fucking the Kappa Mikey opening is incredible. What are you talking about? That's got a great song. It's like it's not a good song. It's a great song though. It is it is a bad song, which makes it great. Hey, hey, and it's you, better than the fucking speed out in racer. the street, out in the street. Don't you don't see, you see the man? Come on, like you cannot, you cannot, you cannot get mad at that song. That shit, no, you can't. Fucking good. It's good. And, and and the best part is that it is that I'm pretty sure it just had like white people doing Japanese people voices. 
but it might have been actual Japanese people, and you can't tell. It's it's awesome. It's gang, gang. Just listen to it. It's so good. Also, ah, spins up and down. My keys, keys come, to come to down from the, from the USA, USA, lost in Japan. In Japan. <laughs> Star of Lily Moo, everything is all new. Sure can't waste a day here in Japan. It's like awesome. It's the fucking this shit's peak. This is peak fucking shit. And like like and then of course you have all the fucking Beyblade openings from the era. Like I obviously the original OP everyone loves. I also love the Metal Fusion opening too. Uh that was my era of, of Beyblade. I like missed the uh, I missed the boat when I was super young on it, but I just watched the anime. When I was in college, when I was a Sam, I just Yeah. I just had a fucking brain tumor moment for a second, because I've been trying to think of my favorite mid-2000s anime song, and I was singing it to myself in my head, and then I realized it was Aerosmith's Don't Wanna Miss a Thing. (laughs) I was sitting there, and I was like, what was the song that's like, and I miss you, babe, and I don't wanna- I was like, what anime is that from? Well, well, hey, man, maybe- maybe- it might still be an anime OP because I don't know if people know this. Uh, Knights of the Zodiac, uh, better known uh, by its Japanese name, Saint Seiya, English OP, is the Bowling for Soup cover of I Ran by a Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> I didn't know Dude, that. Dude, look it up. Dude, it's fucking Bowling real. for Soup? We-, we need a theme song from like a legitimate band. Oh. We get Bowling for Soup. Do you know Because they I- did... Oh, what else they do? Uh, obviously, Phineas and Ferb. They did... The Adventures of Jimmy Neutron theme. Oh shit, that is them. That's right. I yeah. I love their the full version they do for the for the the movie theme. I fucking love. I think it's like awesome. Uh, yeah, they, and they obviously they do Phineas and Ferb, and they do my favorite uh, Sonic opening. They do a Sonic opening. Really? Yeah, they do um, endless possibilities. Oh, oh, for Unleashed. Sorry, I was th- I was thinking con- I was thinking cartoons. No, sorry. Yeah, they do they do uh, uh, endless possibilities. Yeah, endless possibilities. Great fucking, great fucking track. That's that's my favorite one. Yeah, that's just aw- awesome. Also, everybody respect your elders, man. Hey, Sonic Sonic X gotta go fast. Comes from the fucking English opening of Sonic X. Um, is where that turn of phrase comes from. I also want to shout out. God, there's just so much. There's so much just garbage from that era that I remember. It's like it's like my shit, dude. It's like my fucking shit. But yeah, I remember growing up. I watched a lot of Bakugan. I only I ever owned one, like one of the toys. But this is gonna sound weird. I was too old for Bakugan. I mean, when it got I mean, fucking same, dude. Uh, I mean, I were. I mean, you're. I mean, I'm only a year younger than you. But it was just on Cartoon yeah, I was like, I was like 11, and I was like, that's it. No more Bakugan. Too old for that. <laughs> Too old for Bakugan. Yeah, I just, like, the show just aired a lot, so I just, like, watched, caught a lot of episodes. The, the problem with Bakugan in watching the anime is that the game makes zero fucking sense. Like, I cannot follow the game... When watching the anime, I just do not know what is happening. Where, like, in Yu-Gi-Oh!, I understand the game. Even if they cheat, I understand, like, how they get the results. Even if they're, even if the results are, in fact, bullshit. Same thing with Pokemon, and same thing with Beyblade. Although, my issue with Beyblade comes from the fact of, when you really break it down, it's two people, they spin their tops, and then scream at their tops for 30 minutes, and hope they win. <laughs> um... That's like all that happens is they it's just literally, yell. It's literally a game of chance, D- dude. There is no technique it's described, to Beyblade, it, as far it, as I know. Word for in the English dub of the original Beyblade, because I remember I watched the first like couple episodes of the original Beyblade show, like way way back in the day. There's a kid, like a like you know, a couple of side characters explaining the rules of the game and how it works. 
And the kid motherfucking straight up says, it's like, yeah, with the right bay and a little bit of luck, you can win. I'm like, oh, really? A, just a little bit a of little luck. Bit. Just a little bit of a luck. A little bit of luck, huh? You, you know what? This is going to sound weird. Do you know what the Marble Olympics are? Oh, yes. You, you've, you've showed me the Marble Olympics. I'm very familiar. I love the Marble Olympics, as everyone knows. I love the Marble Olympics. They recently did. They, they wrapped up their winter season for 2021. Won't spoil who wins. Good season, though too short. Uh, only five events. It was, uh, was it was uh, uh, it was cut short due to uh, COVID, uh, social distancing and all that. Actually, fun fact: because all the sports were canceled, John Oliver funded the 2020 Marble Olympics because it was the only marble league that could run. As did Formula One. Formula One paid to have a marble-based racing thing where they actually had a Formula One marble announcer. Talk over the marbles. So he's like, uh, there goes Tachita down down the track, uh, through the pit lane. As you can see, he's uh he's he's uh, he's trying to uh trying to get past the uh the Mercedes marble. Like <laughs> it was it was so bizarre. But that was all we had. Okay? The super it was until the Super Bowl, all we had was Marble Olympics. I, I'm just gonna say it up front. Beyblade is the Marble Olympics of Japan. Beyblade is the Marble Olympics of Japan, where there's no athletic skill. It's all luck. But we pretend that there's an actual element of athleticism to either of these actions. It's just, it's so, it's just. <laughs> yeah, I think Beyblade, though, I would say, I will say, Beyblade is the fucking coolest of the toys from that era, I think. Because with uh, I gotta give it to Beatemon. Beatemon is way cool. Well, here's the deal. I I didn't fully appreciate Beyblade until again, because I mentioned earlier that my friends and I got really into uh like Yu-Gi-Oh. That day we got into Yu-Gi-Oh. We're like, hey, let's have fun, hang out all weekend, and go to the fucking store and buy some fucking Beyblades and get an arena and have some fun. And we fucking did. Uh, but my but my friend Matt, that piece of fucking shit. Went online and bought a $40 metal Beyblade. And again, my buddy, my my other friend and I had the fucking burst Beyblades that again, explode on contact. Explode if you hit them right. So this metal Beyblade would just eat these fucking, <laughs> these plastic burst ones. And that metal one was awesome because you could shoot it in the air and it would bounce all over the place. You could do trick shots with it. I'm like, okay, this is fucking cool. Beyblade trick shots, kind of fucking cool. Beyblade trick shots are awesome, but I think beat em on as a game is more interesting because it is a skill-based game. There are objectives, yeah. and you can control how good you are. Oh, yeah. Although, to be fair, if, if we're, if we're going to throw in card games, too, from the era, I, I would probably give it a Yu-Gi-Oh! I think. No, Yu-Gi-Oh! is the best one if we're giving it to card yeah. games. Yu-Gi-Oh! has the most comprehensive rules and the most depth. Yeah, I... Yeah, some, some might argue Magic, to which I say, like, fair fair play. My, my thing here... A lot of people who, who play Magic actually prefer Yu-Gi-Oh! Well, and, I, can I, and I'll tell you why. Because Yu-Gi-Oh! is very unique in, in, compared to, like, most popular other card games like Magic and Pokemon TCG, where there's no, um, there's no mana equivalent in Yu-Gi-Oh! That's why a traditional Yu-Gi-Oh! deck is 40 cards, where a traditional Magic deck is... 60 or traditional pokemon tcg deck is 60 because you have to account for having mana slash energy cards in your pile where in Yu-Gi-Oh, you get to run all monsters you know all monsters spells and 
And Yu-Gi-Oh! is so much fucking fun. I fucking love Yu-Gi-Oh! Especially when you get, like, a really... Especially once you understand the game and get kind of a good deck that, like, actually has cohesion and, like, works and you can chain shit together. Super fucking fun. Shout out my Zombie World deck. I, I love zombies in, in that game. They're so... What a fun... What a fun deck archetype. You know what I will say, though, was... was like a truly terrible game i can think of many from the era but but what do you hit me with okay well what, what, all right what do you think is a truly chaotic what was chaotic um it was a french it was a french animated uh, like a canadian a lot of these were french oh yeah i i think people i think people forget that a lot of these were french yeah uh yeah the chaotic game um good video by uh i'm pretty sure uh billiam did a pretty good video about chaotix if you're interested in like the actual like show and game and everything just like i remember seeing a lot of ads for chaotix on tv but i'm just like who fucking cares like who cares about this fucking game because that's kind of the thing is like growing up as a kid you kind of like you picked your fucking you picked your, your lane and you kind of stuck in it like you either got into Yu-Gi-Oh. because back in the growing up i had pokemon cards and i had Yu-Gi-Oh cards but I, nobody knew how to fucking play Pokemon. It's like a big meme. Everybody like always talks about how like growing up, nobody knew how to play the Pokemon card game. Because let me tell you something, the Pokemon card game is boring. The Pokemon card game is not fun to play at all. Uh, many many people don't know this. Popular YouTuber, popular Nintendo YouTuber, Jaywitz, very uh, multi, multi, multiple millions of subscribers, started on YouTube as a Pokemon TCG like meta channel he went over the meta game of the pokemon tcg and that's what taught me the game like like 10 plus years ago and man that game is just not that fun it's just not that good of a game but yeah what 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 is the one you're thinking of and no one remembers this the neopets card game oh i remember neopets i remember the website i do not remember the card game <laughs> neopets had a card game and I can't tell you anything about it because no one knew how to play it. But I loved Neopets as a kid, so of course I collected all these cards. Right? Yeah. And 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 you might think, Miles, you did a whole episode where you insulted women on Hinge. <laughs> in fact, it's the same episode. How... We're still recording it. <laughs> and in fact, it is this episode. <laughs> how much of an ass... When did you become such an asshole? And the answer is, when I was always an asshole. Because when I was a kid, I scammed my friend out of 20 Neopets cards. I scammed him because I told him that I was moving. <laughs> I told him I was moving and, he, and I had 20 cards that I, that he, he, I wanted 20 of his cards. There were 20 cards that I wanted and he was a good friend. And I said, I'm moving. I really want something Wait, to, he was a good, to wait, hold on. He was a good friend. You said you were moving and you wanted yes. these cards. What happened when he found out the next day you were still in fucking rolled at the school? Oh no, this was over this was before the summer. Oh, right? okay. Okay. This was before the summer. And so I said I really would like something to remember you by. Can I have these 20 Neopet cards? <laughs> these specific 20, these 20 ones. <laughs> these specific 20 cards. And and he was like, "Oh, those are some of my favorite cards." And I was like, "Yeah, but I'm going to miss you." And so I fucking scammed him. And so I think a week later uh, like they called my mom to see how the move was going oh my god that's awesome my mom was like oh we're not moving and 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 i pretend i i remembered specifically pretending to be confused like i was like i was, I, I remember being like well I, my mom said that we might that we uh you know that that we're, they're looking at different houses and that you know and that we're moving somewhere and i was like i don't know how i made i was like seven or no i was not seven i was like 10 i think no neopets was fourth grade so i would have been nine and and, and so i just like 
pretended like I thought we were genuinely moving. And I just never gave him the cards back. And you just happened to I never just... see this guy again? No, I just never gave him the cards back. Oh. I just, like, refused. Oh. Oh, okay, so you are just an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I was the fucking worst, and I still am. I just fucking stole these cards from him. And I, and I, well, no, I didn't just steal them. Stealing them would be honorable. I scammed him. I actually tricked you him. You fucking lied to him. You said he, he thought his he thought his good friend was leaving. He thought he was leaving. He had like one friend, and it was me. That's and I told him we were moving. moving so that I could get his Neofet cards. And, and and to what end? To what end did the did the joy these cards give you? Nothing, because again, you didn't know how to play the fucking game. I just liked looking at them and reading this. I just liked looking at them. And I couldn't have just Googled the cards. Yeah. Just look at the cards online. I couldn't just like, I know I needed to own them. Although, and I, dude, I was super proud because I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this because like uh, you, everyone like, dude, you, you fucking know me more than, more than like 99.9% of people, man. Like, you know how much of a digital hoe I am. Like I fuck physical media. It fucking sucks. It's a pain in the ass. We don't fucking need it. I, I am. I'm sorry. I'm not. I get it. I get it. I'm not worried about my Steam library going anywhere. I'm fucking sorry, people. I'm sorry. I get it. I get it. DRM does suck, and I agree. My Steam library is not going anywhere. I'm not fucking worried. However, the only thing where I'm still like no physical or bust is trading cards. That's why I don't play. Despite me praising Yu-Gi-Oh, that's why I don't play it online. Because, like, to me, like, the fun of the game is, like, physically holding the cards in your hand, placing them on the floor or a table, like, physically obtaining the cards. Like, to me, that is, like, that is the heart and soul of trading cards. And I, and I, I don't know if I'd be able to fully enjoy the game if I just played online. So you do approve of me scamming my friend out of these cards, right? Well, no. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want a pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want a pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Bitch, I'm about to fuck this cutie, so I whip out my katana And I knock this little bitch out with just one hit like I'm Saitama Why you act like you retarded, like little bitch, I don't want drama I still hit when she says no, don't understand when she don't wanna A Sword fighting with my penis like I'm in a fucking dojo All these bitches want me like my name was fucking Jojo Asian penis is too tiny like it was a nose show Bitch, don't watch your coochie, watch anime with the bros, though with my motherfucking bitch I might pull up, give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss And man, if you talking shit, tell Ryuk you on a list Yeah, your sister is my groupie, she take this anime Dick. Okay, okay, like little bitch, I don't care if that fat ass is too deep. Score a bounty on that pussy, you can call me Spike Lee. Putting out fire, getting ice, bitch, I'm Todoroki. And if you got some shit to say, then you can say it to me. Anime thighs when she opened.